1: Hashtag no music, no intro. Another episode of hashtag Saints sort of podcast recording live. It's late. It's day two of joint practices with the Green Bay, the Saints had with the Green Bay Packers in Wisconsin, in Green Bay. Concluded today, Friday's the upcoming preseason game against you know with these two teams. We have so this is going to be a combination of catching up on our thoughts in the joint practices and how training camp's going slash kind of get into the preview for the Packers game. And then for the Packers game, we are doing another live stream. We understand that it is on Friday. I believe it's on Friday. The game starts five o'clock California time, seven o'clock New Orleans time. So we're still doing a live stream. If you if you can make it your Patreon, please come through uh, to the zoom live stream. Ryan won't be there. <laughs> right this, man, this niggas, like like brother man <laughs> uh man. What a, what a, what a flow. um but please please get in there if, if you guys can we uh we the first Precinct game was was fun as shit, um enjoyable but we have a lot to talk about but before we before we before we get into anything i, I i'm gonna be i'm gonna keep keep this brief i'm gonna keep this brief this is not me rustling any feathers, anything like that. I told Ryan, I'm going to speak on it real quick, you know, before we do the, you know, before we get, I, I got speak to go like, it. brought to, so on Twitter, you know, in, in Wisconsin and Green Bay today, like there was this Twitter posted, I don't know who posted it, but it was, it was just like the, the New Orleans Saints beat writers, beat reporters all together Kumbaya Kumbaya and just all buddied up and just at somewhere in Wisconsin, and the picture it made it transported me to being in the banquet hall in Mobile at the Senior Bowl Uh, when that opened up. Mm -hmm. I I remembered it because I looked around. I'm like, God damn! Like, there's like no people people of color. In the, in this whole entire room. Like, there was some, but, like, it was, like, you could count on, like, a couple of, you can count on a hand how many people of color were in that room. And I saw that picture, and I was like, you're telling me that the people that cover the New Orleans Saints, the New Orleans fucking Saints in Louisiana, a predominantly black state a predominantly black city and we we completely understand that most majority NFL teams are African-American that's that's not news but to like have that picture posted like we there wasn't like there's not a, a Rod Walker we couldn't get Ross Jackson um I know you know he's not black but we couldn't get John Hendricks in that fucking picture like oh. cut, like at least a person to cut, oh. have some spice nothing Albania? <laughs> kind of, something? The Tony's? I just it it just it upset me a little bit because I'm just like man, like <laughs> and when I when I you know we've been reaching out to people you know who, who support us or trying to get all these mugs out. My last count, we have about 20 mug coffee mugs to get out. It doesn't seem it seems like a big number, but it really isn't, considering we started with a lot more than that. Um, so we we're mm. pretty much halfway through of getting the mugs out. We have the other half to get out. Our goal, fingers crossed, is hopefully get the mugs out before the start of week one to everyone, which is like nine eleven, September eleventh. Don't know if that's gonna happen, but we're gonna try. But that yeah. said, reaching out to people asking for their addresses and things like that, something that kept coming back, you know, from some people obviously not not everyone is just really giving us praise and credit for not only having a saints podcast and us just being fans and being real and being honest and not sugarcoating shit, not giving you the team's perspective, not trying to pretend like everything is roses and flowers when it comes to the team. But some of the responses is that you are two black men who are doing this podcast. Two black men are having your voices heard, mm. um, and, and put out there, and something that you guys are building. And I know that's something that shout out to our dude uh, Bayou Punisher, who's who's a great supporter of the pod. Yeah. That's something that he's talked about in the Patreon or to us. And it's not, and, I, and I'll be honest, like it's not something that I, like I like I actively think about. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not in the forefront of my mind. But, but to know that. You know what what we're doing, at, and it's fun, and and I and I love it, and it, it never ever really feels like a quote unquote job. Although I know the season's about to pick up, and it's about to get ramped up, bro. Like we are about to be hitting, we about oh, to be yeah, hitting it hard. But seeing that picture juxtaposed to what people have, have have reached out to said said to us, it really just hit. It just even hit home even more. Um, that I am proud of what we've built. I am proud of this podcast. We do have a announcement that we're hoping will be finalizing that we will be able to share by the end of the month. Um, but all that said, can, can we just – and I don't, I don't know who I need to ask this ask to, but can we get some, some repre- representation, like,
2: <laughs> covering the fucking New Orleans Saints? Like, Please specifically know the media because I mean we got yes. presentation covering the saints but I mean it's like know the media it's like come on man what y'all doing um and you know I think that speaks to you know just how you talked about with you know us our podcast look at what uh, Roy, uh Ross jackson is doing uh you know John Hendricks, uh Maddie, you know being a you know a, a, a young woman. You know, we, we taking it in our own hands, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? We The gatekeepers out there, the old media and all that stuff. Nah, you know, like, the internet is the ultimate equalizer. So, we taking it in our own hands and we're going to do it ourselves, you it's know? It's our time.
1: It's our time, man. That's, that's the way we got to look at it. And that's how I feel like a nice segue is, I say that our time in terms of me and you and this podcast, but... Mm-hmm. Ryan... Rod, Ryan might be these niggas Tom bruh.
3: <laughs> might be
1: Tell me that You know you know we what well, we talked about a couple episodes ago that you know that that 09 training camp you reading the reports and mm. you were just getting that like that Ooh, that, that tingle breath like that Ooh like we i got a squad, bruh. I'm saying this as a person as good as I think this team may may do this season, but also as a person that is still emotionally disconnected myself. And even if they, you know, long-term goal, make the Super Bowl, I'm still going to be (laughs) emotionally disconnected, bruh, because the the worst shit would be would still them (laughs) doing something off from the Super Bowl, bruh. But I truly believe that this team constructed may do something special this season. Some things that have come out of training camp, something that I've been paying attention to, bruh, all these interviews with players. Just talking about how things are different. The the feeling of the Mm. team is different. Like Nick, but Nick Vanette yeah, said it like yeah, a couple of I mean, weeks ago,
3: like third, like third string, four
1: string tight end. I'm like, is, was, was Sean the villain? And I say, I say that kind of jokingly because Sean wasn't the villain. He's a top three head coach in the NFL, right. but it just, as sometimes like thing you just need to change, right? Like relationships, marriage, right, right. work, job. Sometimes you just, Sean felt like he needed to change because he, he stepped down. Felt like the Saints was, wasn't wasn't exactly. you know just wasn't what he wanted anymore, and maybe the players needed that too. But I'm reading waiting these joint mm-hmm. practices against the Packers, and I get it. There's no Devonte Adams, and they got a lot of young you know young receivers that are trying to step up and and take the mantle and and be on the same page with Aaron Rodgers. But we're talking about Aaron fucking Rodgers, man. Like last yesterday, the Saints defense. Mm-hmm. Held him to 12 out of 25. 50%. Mm. And then today, and, and then today, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is so upset with, the, with what's going on in the field, bro,
2: he's throwing his receivers under the Called <laughs> <a> meeting. <laughs> Called an off, a offensive meeting, bro. Called the offensive meeting and they made it back to Adam Schefter. Bro. <laughs> I, 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 I'm... I'm
1: I'm not trying to get everyone like, but this team is super fucking talented. This, and I think what's most surprising is that the way the secondary has come together. And again, this is practice; and it's not a real games, and that shit can we can see how quickly it could change, and we'll see you might see a bust week one. But at least in practice, yeah. we're seeing you know the the pieces of Marcus May, who's a new player, Honey Badger, who was new. Yeah. And they're playing safeties, but yet it seems like everything is still cohesive, and there's still that synergy on on defense. Bro, this, mm-hmm. this this team they they do they're gonna do some damage in the regular season, uh, uh, barring health like getting destroyed injuries wise. They are gonna do damage in the regular season.
2: Absolutely. And, you know, it's just yeah. I remember listening to uh, Malcolm Jenkins on on Rich Eisen podcast a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, Rich Eisen was asking about like, man, what are y'all doing in Tampa Bay? Like, how do y'all like, you know, what well, like what's going on? Like, how do you have their number? And Malcolm Jenkins just said, like, it's not anything special. It's just that like the defense was built to beat teams like Tampa Bay, you know, like to handle a Gronk and to handle Mike Evans and to handle Chris Godwin and to have that secondary across the line and the safeties to be able to handle that type. So it's like the Saints defense was built for the modern NFL. Like this is a modern NFL defense built to stop the pass. And, you know, historically we'll see this year, historically they've been great against the run. You know what I'm saying? So, so it's just one of those def- – like, it's just a good defense, man. Like, and we'll see. Like, you can't project. It's hard to project going forward uh, from the past uh, since you have changing players. You know, there's no Quine Alexander. You know, players get older and stuff like that. But if they could be as good as as they were against the run and be as just annoying – on the back end. Because that's what they are. They're annoying. That's why. Like, they're annoying, bro. Like, we see, we watched it last year, bro. Like, whether it was Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady or whoever, man. It was just like, can I complete a pass? Damn. <laughs> only person that rose rose above <laughs> that was fucking
1: Daniel Jones, bro. Daniel fucking
2: Jones. <laughs> Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones said, man, I'm out here. I'm just fucking about to complain. Which is just another, just a whole separate a whole separate level of frustration but yes like, yes but anyway like yeah they they definitely have the talent man the only thing bugging me bro is just, it's just knowing that What's my that crawl, me? bro oh is it's, it's the yep. defensive line man it's the defensive line we know within that we know within that tackle. but you got Cam Jordan who's you know who showed his age last year but when Marcus Davenport came on and healthy and they weren't able to double Cam Jordan. Like they usually do. Cam Jordan was able to, you know, just go off and have like a renaissance the last half of the season. And uh, Marcus Davenport was just causing pressure. And it it, it just, it changed the whole realm of the defense. So it's just my, the only thing knowing at me right now is Davenport is still not, he's not practicing fully. I I, I can't call him that
1: no more, man. He, he, I'm ripping,
2: ripping back back the chain J- no, off, bro.
1: Can't, can't back do to, it,
2: bro. Back to two first, <laughs> this man. Back two this first, man. Had what? Th- I, was nah, I, you, I was trying nah, to wait to regular, regular, regular season. I was trying to wait to regular season.
1: Okay, ain't waiting the regular
2: season. Who that was in the Discord said, man? Uh, they got Goku <laughs> on Fortnite now. Nah, Shout man, out to who like, that Chris <laughs> said we might not see Davenport for a couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, cause I saw that. I saw that on Twitter earlier today. day. Like, they got Goku on Fortnite. I was like, yo, that makes sense, bro. <laughs> Nigga just with, with the remote with the nine fingers just going ham, bro. Just go oh, ham. <laughs> Pinky just dang it, girl. But... Like, for real, yes. man, like, we need that defensive line, bro. Like, we need to step up. I know people talk about the linebacker two spot, but more importantly to me is that D-line, man, because they all go together. People talk about what's more important, the secondary or the D-line. It Peanut butter jelly, together. bro. <laughs> when that secondary is humming, yeah, man, when that secondary is humming and Laga players down and, and – Cover you know, sacks. But, you know, you the, – the, man, you get the cover sacks. And sack, then vice what? versa – I love the and then vice
1: versa when the defensive line is humming that that quarterback can't don't they don't want to hold that ball too long and then they start throwing it before they want to throw it and then that leads to you know now the secondary can see like oh he want to get this ball off real soon so I'm gonna jump this route pick like Uh they they go they go hand in hand Cam Jordan I've been paying attention to this Cam Jordan has had an amazing training camp. Even if you read these, the practice, you know, the, 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 pre- yes. or the pieces and training camp observations, shout out to our dude, John Hendricks, again, um, you read these training camp recaps, especially today, or no, it was yesterday, Cam Jordan, yesterday and some today, which is absolutely dominant, dominant, and that's great, and we, and the fact, like, can we just, can we just show a little appreciation to him, too, like, for him to be dominant, still an elite, elite, high level defensive end as his age, and I know, I know JJ Watt's peaks in prime was at a like a insanely higher level, but in terms of just longevity yeah. of that same, like being in the same draft class. Bro, like, like, JJ, yeah, like, JJ Watt's crazy. breaking down
2: right now, bro. Like, he's an afterthought. Cam Jordan's still going. He's still uh, going. That's what I'm saying. Like, JJ Watt hadn't had, like, a great season in years, years. Years. So, so, nah, man. Like, you got to give it to Cam, man. And say he's on his 12th year in the season, uh, NFL and stay with the Saints. You know, he's never been a guy to kind of just he had plenty of chances of to just kind of push the issue and, you know, I'm not going to say seek more money because he's been paid, oh, yes. you know what I'm saying? But he could have he could have made it harder oh, if he wanted to. Absolutely. You know like I'm the saying? last extension he yeah. got was a very uh, kind of team-friendly deal, I'll say. Right, right. It kind of helped the team yes. at the same time, but, you know,
3: like he could have made he,
2: – like he had every chance to make it hard. So, you know, one, I never knocked players for – going hard and getting that money. But there is a party that kind of appreciates players that just like, you know, I like being with the same team. I'm going to rock out over here. You know, I'm going to make money. So there's a little part of you that's just kind of appreciates that. So that's how we can, man. You know, he's just one of those people. Like he's, he's just a fixture of the Saints yes. now. You know, he's just going to be that guy probably for the rest of his life. You know what I'm saying? Just a fixture of the Saints, just how you look at, like, you know, some other teams with certain players. Uh, so uh, yeah, man. Like for him to just be um, showing up at camp the way he is now, when really he you know he has every excuse to be like Davenport, be like man, chilling on the side in sweats, you know, just you know jogging or something like that. He has every excuse to be like that, and nobody would even fret him for it because you know he's a veteran. But man, he out there with the youngsters, Set. energetic, most energetic player I've ever you seen. Out there life. just setting the tone, bro. Like that's what you want from like your defensive leaders, like
1: shit. If, if cam's going this hard in practice like you know I, I don't have a choice
2: but to go just as hard we've said it cam got like five kids that's, that's got a wife you know doing media this and that he out there going just as hard on like a wednesday in the middle of training camp you know what i'm saying so ain't no excuses we've said on this pod
1: and i and i know i've said numerous times that the the wow factor of this defense being great to like elite. When I say elite, I'm talking about one of those defenses, you know, they 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 do a documentary on, bruh. Like one of the best in the de- Ooh. it's it's Peyton Turner. It's who first and two first, bruh. It's them. It, and Ooh. and they're the complete unknown, because like we in theory, we know what we could get from two first, but <laughs> When when is that gonna happen? Like when are we gonna get it? Um, right. Talking about this Packers preseason game on Friday, I know I, I know it's just preseason, but this is kind of big. This is a big game for Peyton Turner, man. Like
2: it's, it's like, he he looked bad, he bad. Looked bad. I went back and looked again. I was thinking maybe you know oh, maybe he had some pressures that I just didn't notice. Nah, man, it was. It was, it was just bad. A, it was ugly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like, it was just <laughs> bad. I, it was ugly, and you know, and I understand people said, look, he didn't it in ten months, so that makes sense. So, and, and so, I'm not gonna, I'm not just not gonna dog him, but I need, I need to see, I need I get, to see something, fl- I need to see a flash, it, like, like something, a flash, um, especially. That's why I mean I think it's disrespect when they say like, oh Peyton Turner, who first or two first, just twins. It's like nah, like. Even as much as we rag on Davenport, like he oh, showing yes. flashes yes. preseason, all that stuff. I remember what preseason last year It was like. Ooh, yes, man, you yep. see two first like he, he shows it. And look, to be honest, two—I mean, two first tape was better. Yes, yes, as a prospect, yes, it was. I, you know, I could pull up the tweets. You can go find my tweets. Me studying the tape. And it, I mean, it's, it, it just like, if you read it, it's like, well, yeah, that's, that's Marcus Davenport, you know what I'm saying? Because he was a, a bull in the China shop. He really was. And I remember studying Peyton Turner. I was like, yeah, you know, he's athletic. You can see it, but I just, I didn't see it.
3: You know what I'm saying?
2: I didn't see like this dude that just was working shop at times. Although I did see the athleticism, you know? So, you know, we still have questions if he can be that man, it's, it's a huge question. It is. It's a
1: it's a big question. It, it's. I mean, we're under a month away before the season starts, bro. Like, have you realized that? Like, kickoff week one is yeah. not eleven. We are off in seventeenth, bro. It is approaching quickly. Sticking with, I'm sick. St- I'm going to stick with the defense a little bit, and then before we switch over to the offensive side of the ball, I really feel. I really feel that Chase Hansen got a, a damn good preseason game against the Texans, And he's followed up with that by like making plays and, and practice, you know, in training camp and the joint practices against the Packers. I, I know I, I, I've been eyeing, you know, potential LB twos that may have to play for, for Pete Warner, if he's not able to go because of that groin injury, but they might, they might just feel like they got the guy in house and, you know, combination of using Chase Hansen and then on certain downs and then using Eric Eric Wilson probably on downs where they feel like it's going to be more of a coverage down um I feel like I'm not as concerned about the backup linebacker position as long as Chase Hansen can continue his good play and I think they also have a lot of confidence in in Kaden Ellis as well.
2: Yeah, yeah, no. I mean DA talks up Ellis every time, every chance he gets. Um, and, you know, Chase Hansen, man, to say that we just picked him up like that um, after being on the street for a little while, man, that, that's a blessing, bro. And he kind of, you know, he's not like Quan, but he kind of gives you the same up and downs Quine to give you because, you know, Quine to get washed out in the run game sometimes. But he just yes. is so fast and get to the ball so quick. I think uh, Chase Hansen that gave give us that you know, alongside DeMario. So, I think, you know, if they can keep those guys coached up, and, I mean, look, man, D.A. is going to mix it up, bro. It's not like we're going to have two linebackers on the field at all time. You know, you might see P.J. Williams down there playing linebacker. You might see C.D. Deuce in his safety role down there. So, it's like there's all kind of ways to skin the cat. Um, It's just, you know, it's just the whole depth thing. Like you start – like you say DeMario – like DeMario Davis has been, been an Man. Like, you know, say he misses a couple games, God forbid. Like, then it's all just like, oh, <laughs>
3: shit.
2: It's <Ugh>. so <laughs> dying. That, from there. Like, you know, it's just, it's just that drop-off steep. gets, you know, dramatic once you steep. take him out. Um, it does. It gets very, very,
1: very steep. Um, I think the thing I'll say with Chase Hansen is that the, the biggest issue he's had in his career has always been, like, injuries. Like, he's just always gets in- yeah. injured. So... That's something that he has to be mindful, you know, hopefully he can stay healthy. And like I said, it kind of, I think it does alleviate some of the concerns at the backup linebacker position. And then you you spoke on defensive tackle a little bit earlier, uh, not sorry, or just D-line and how, you know, how it is a weakness of the team. And I I 100% agree with you that it is definitely the biggest area weakness on the defense. But I will say that it seems like Malcolm Roach has really started to just splash like a lot, he 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 made some some good plays mm. against against the Texans in the preseason game. Showed like incredible hustle on a play. He's made a lot of plays in these joint practices. I really potentially think he may get an opportunity to maybe cut into some of Shy Tuttle's uh, snap percentages and, and things yeah. like that they had a weird thing with like Jaleel Johnson where they cut Jaleel Johnson and they signed him back and now he's on injury reserve. So now Jaleel, Jaleel Johnson's not on the team anymore, but they, they really only really have, you know, they have David on Yamada, street, uh shy Tuttle, Malcolm Roach. And, you know, I'm just saying, bro, like I know he's mostly just a run stopping defensive end or sorry, defensive tackle, but, The Jazz cut Malcolm Brown today, you know, former St. Legend. Yeah, bro. You haven't come in, just stopped the run on running downs. At this point, like, just – especially a player that you're familiar with, he knows the system. Yeah, Like, that – to me, that should be, like, an easy, like, he should be on the team by tomorrow type of thing. Um, But I I just wanted to kind of point out that it really appears that Malcolm Roach has – Flash a lot, and I and I and trust me, man. Like we need all the interior defensive line pressure
2: we could get. Yes, yes. And you know, Shad Tuttle. You know, he's a guy that you know he. I, I I don't think he I don't think he has like a huge danger of losing his rust. I mean, spot, probably not just because that position is so like, thin, but. <clears throat> <laughs> exactly. I think I think it's 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 more because that position is thin than his play it is yes. him wowing yes. anybody. Yes. Yeah. You know, I've heard I heard plenty of people covering the team saying, you know, he you know, he's just got caught kinda caught with the, you know, defensive coach getting at him or something like that. So, you know, obviously, you know, we need when we need Sean Tuttle to step up, we need Malcolm Roach to step up, you know, um I can't remember the undrafted uh, guy from the Navy. Army, oh. I oh. Uh, Jordan Jackson. He was drafted.
1: Jordan Jackson. Yeah. you drafted like in the fifth round. Oh, I yeah, you, he was okay. drafted. I you yeah, yeah like he, drafted. he
2: was drafted. Yeah, so, I mean, we need these guys, man. We need them, man. And look, on your mind, bro. Like, I need I on your mind. You know, he's dealt with the whole. I heard he had dealt with the whole suspension thing. The PEDs and all that. I need to see what he got, man, without the PEDs, <laughs> bro. <he should've... laughs> To, you know, step it up. I mean, he came, they developed him from literally not knowing how to play football to where he is now. You know, he's getting paid. You know, it's time to be like a key factor, you know. You know, pass rush,
1: downs, everything. everything. Because, I mean, he he's in theory is their best defensive, interior defensive player. Like, he, for this defense and defensive yeah. line to be what it needs to be, he, he needs to be a huge factor um, and, and cog in that. Um, so, we're going to talk about the offense. Uh, before we do, though, we're going to shoot it over, uh, take, a, take a little time so we can hear from our sponsors, and we'll be right back. What's up, Ryan? Yo. I'm just going to say this. I don't want you to get offended. I'm a big dude. you a big dude. Damn. And I know sometimes weight loss has been an issue that we both dealt with our, our entire lives. But I want to tell you about something that I came across about this great new company called Vertamax. Did you know that Vertamax is the leading sports performance and fitness equipment company that's used by half of D1 programs and half of the NFL and NBA teams?
3: We have an NFL podcast.
1: Hmm. It's used by professional leagues as well as other teams all around the world. There's the Vertamax platform and there's a Vertamax Raptor used to help athletes improve their performance on the field for almost three decades. That's right. almost as old as you. <laughs> <laughs> I know we, we, we pick on him, but did you know that pick on him in terms of his little his workouts But James Winston actually has trained on a Vertamax Raptor and the mm. King of New Orleans himself, Drew Reese has trained on a Vertamax platform along with other top NFL and college football pro athletes. I was just scrolling on TikTok. I saw Amari Cooper using a Max machine. Wow. We know we have a lot of listeners that have kids. They're in sports. They're in soccer, baseball, football, track and field, you name it. If you're a parent and you want to help your child improve in terms of their sports performance, or maybe you just feel like you just want to get your body right for the summer, and, and get fit, you need to try. You, you need to check out Burger Max. So, all you have to do is go to burgermax.com or follow them on social media at Burger Max, That's B E R T I Max. Again, that's at B E R T I Max. Burgermax.com. Look into getting yourself. A Max platform, a Max Raptor, and tell me you won't see the improvement. So we're back. Want to talk about the offense? Um, I'm going to start with with yesterday, and there was the consensus of yesterday. So yesterday was what th- Tuesday's joint practice against the Packers overall, was that the offense struggled. Both offenses struggled. Saints offense and Packers offense struggled. But the Saints offense struggled. Um, But I think, like, two things that I think people didn't really kind of put into context is, as great as the Saints defense is, and I've said it numerous times on this podcast, this this Saints team and this Packers team of how they are constructed – are insanely similar, insanely similar in that they are defensive driven teams. And I put kind of put in our discord, like, yeah, the Packers have a first ballot hall of fame quarterback bar, like bar none. So that's a huge win in their factor. I would say the Packers have better edge rushers and, and, and pass rushers, but the saints as a whole has better secondary players, but both teams hang their hat on defense, so it wasn't really surprising you know? to me that the offense struggled because these should be, in theory, top five defenses right. in the league this upcoming season. But what kind of was kind of lost is like, you know, the, the Packers' offense were struggling, but they were struggling with like Aaron yeah. Rodgers, like Jameis is still right. not doing teams, like he. It seems like he is. <laughs> seems like he's getting closer, man. It's so it's so funny because he was throwing like he was practicing the day and throwing passes and he you know look we was like sprinting and you said it bro you, you said it at the preseason game like Jame is like man he got that that's football gotta, right, gotta quick gotta get better. You know what <laughs> you know what made me think of, bro? What's that? <laughs> ever like have you ever had a like back in the day? I had to close the door, so no one heard this. You know, back in the day, bro, you know, you could go, like, oh, multiple yeah. rounds. You'd be good. Like, boom, ah,
2: bust, boom, 15, there 20, found, 30, 30 minutes.
1: Shit, let's, let's get back.
2: Get, Slap get back it a couple times. Okay, wake up, what wake you, up, let's go. That's what I'm saying, bro. You <laughs> bro.
1: But now, now we get a little older, bro. Start slapping that thing. <laughs> Looking back at you like...
2: I'm about to to
1: sleep. Oh, bro, like I'm late. So all I, all I envisioned when I was thinking earlier, bro, Jameis just like... that, like just hitting his ankle, bro, like hitting his foot.
2: He
1: like... Like Andy Dalton out there doing them things, bro. I need to wake get up, back on the field. Let's go. Um... So, I, like, I just feel like that was kind of context that was that was missing when people were reporting yesterday. But, man, it sounds like Andy Dalton, when they was in the red zone today, bro, was putting on
2: a show. Yeah, yeah.
1: Four four touchdowns, and then he throws this I, – I, I didn't see it. Just going off of reports. He throws this, like, 30-yard dime. To Chris Olave, there, there, there's not a quarterback competition in New Orleans. There's not. Shout out to our dude Will Will on Twitter. This man is pushing that hashtag Red Rifle Agenda, bro. Because he's like,
2: I
3: don't,
2: I don't, I don't, don't want to say, Don bro I'm not gonna say, Don hit him on the outside shoulder, uh, uh, bro.
1: All I'm gonna say, bro, Jameis has a two interception game, bro. And the defense played they hard out, and they end up
2: losing. Saying,
1: "My the red rifle time. That's, that's all I'm saying, bro. I'm, that's, all, that's all. I'm saying, because it is insanely Killing consistent. Me. If you are reading these these op, these observations after practice, uh, especially since Jameis got you know got deemed up or what have you. Is like, it's just like, Andy Dalton completed this, Andy Dalton. Like, is this a, a like a rejuvenation? Yeah, like, I just feel like, like he went, he went to Chicago. He was kind of like ass. He went to Dallas. He was kind of ass. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> but it's like you said, like this office is tailor-made for his skill set. Kind of like, kind of like that 2015 season in Cincinnati. Man, this guy, man, got weapons all around him, yeah. you know? Juxtapose those teams. Man. He had, you know, he had AJ Green. He had Eifert in their prime. Uh, Jordan Hill was a running that, back. Never. You know, he comes. To we'll see. We'll see. Mike Thomas, who DA said Mike Thomas back week one. Week one, Mike Thomas will be out there, and I'm not talking about like a uh, uh, Mike Thomas, a shelf his former self. I'm expecting pre-injury Mike oh, Thomas to be, be out there you. week one. I came out there and put his name on it, bro. I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> that would have that would have never happened with Sean, bro. <laughs> never, ever. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I, but it just really goes. Mm-hmm. This Saints might have one of the better backup quarterbacks in the league. Like, no. And he is playing and he's having an extraordinary training camp. Um, and I feel like we got to give a little love yeah. and just put a little, put a little more Sean on. We, yeah. we knew who he was as a player, but every, every practice now, Chris Olave is doing a little, yeah. little something more, a little, some more little, little, little this, little that. And the, Biggest thing that I'm glad to see, because I think it was kind of underrated with him as a prospect at Ohio State, because most of his plays, like there weren't any defenders around him because his speed, You like this man's out here catching contested balls. Pause. And yeah. what was the knock on him as a prospect? Yeah, it wasn't right. physical. No run out right to catch. Blah, 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 blah. This man's out here going up. 50 50 balls, contested balls and coming up with them. And it happened in college quite like quite a few times like if you just go just just run Chris Olave's best highlights at Ohio State, you will see that with you know contested balls he usually came up with them, but it was just one of like the skill set that just kind of was like under the radar cuz like that wasn't what his game consisted of. But now you're in the NFL. Like, yes, you yeah, have elite man. speed, you and that time you good may to be able to that use that and get completely by a defender or a secondary player. But at other times, whether it's technique or whether it's speed, you may have that, that quarterback or
2: whoever it is, like you know, in your Even hip he came or in, he came not OTAs, completely away from you. You know, everybody so the fact about consistently making plays on and contested that. balls. But obviously, he's still a college player. Even some of these joint practices, so you start to see. Pleasant, The little Knicks in this game. Pleasant surprise do. to see. And he's just out there competing, man. Look, you're playing with Michael Thomas and Jarvis Landry, two of the toughest wide receivers in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? Like, they tough. That's what they know for. Getting dirty, taking hits, you name it. You can't play that type of shit with them, man. So he's with the right squad, bro. Like, he's not saying he was ever soft or something like that. But I'm just saying, like, he's playing with the type of dudes that, Make you want to go out there and show like, okay, I'm a, if They gonna go and get it. I'm gonna go get it too. You know what I'm saying? So it.
3: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.
2: Oh, they're gonna let you know. When this wide receiver's only and they in that room? Oh man, come on, bro. There's no filter. No filter. And then he's an Ohio State boy. <laughs> we got a standard to protect, baby. You know?
1: Cause because you know what? If if he did anything, quote unquote, soft or, or pussy on the field. You know, you know, in that wide receiver room, when the game's being broken down, whoo, lit. They would They would lit into his ass. So it's like you said. That's a gr- yep. On top of that, um, I I, I just feel I. All these injuries have happened. Yeah, the injuries man. are part of football. I get that, man. That the entire like you know two thirds, three three fifths of the offensive line like went down <laughs> today, bro. James Hurst went left practice. Trevor Penning left practice, came back. Um, you know, Nick Underhill reports that the the Hurst injury seems minor, It's nothing you know serious or anything like that. And then Trevor Penning did come back to practice. But like the third string left tackle got hurt, bro. Like, like football is such a mm-hmm. like high risk injury sport. Like it's yeah, it's honestly yeah, it's, insane it, it's that like, more injuries don't happen. It's kind of
2: notable, you know, um,
1: as often you know more than they do, or obviously I'm pretty sure they do happen more often than they do. They're just not reported. Um, so it sounds like the offensive line, for all intents and purposes, are will be in, intact and being okay. Something that's just kinda of my radar, man. And I and I know DA a couple of days ago said it was kind of part of their plan and getting Ram check healthy and all that, but it's like this man missed a
3: lot of training camp. I
1: I, I it, it, it it may not mean anything, and shit, as long as long as Ram is healthy week one, and I know injuries plagued has plagued him. Recently, it's, it's hindered his play, and it's, it's cost him. To and miss honestly, a lot I of think games. any any rep. Um, so I know, you know he's anxious to be good. on the field and kind of being his quiet, and dominant self. So, really but just something I just like, man, like don't missed a lot of training camp practices, and um, but I think the Saints. I mean, the Saints obviously avoided huge disasters because it doesn't sound like any, um, anything. It was was serious to either their their left tackles, uh. But yes, and what? So I know you. And just quickly, we we'll, we'll speak on this. I know you kind of went back, um, oh, and watched some pinning from from preseason, which which like baffled oh, yeah. me. <laughs> it's like we yeah. got hey here, we're watching. Like it, was, it, was, it, was,
2: it was it was it was so much a topic on Twitter, bro. Like everybody was talking about it. You had everything from man, it's what a waste of a first round pick to, you know, oh he'd be fine. It's like I just needed to see. Like let me just look for myself and just put my eyes on it. I am not an old line guru at all. You know, I know of my two or three little things and keys to look for. And I just watched them, man. But you know, just from what I could tell. it because I, I have no investment in Trevor Pitting. Like, I have no emotional investment None. in him. You know, I did – we watched him at the Senior Bowl. We watched him throughout the whole process. Always felt like he'd be a Saints player. Um yep. A Saints pick, at least. We knew how – just the way the, the draft fell. Like, we knew there would just be that run on tackles and Pitting would be the one left standing. Because after Pitting, it was just like a – just a huge drop after that. And Huge, he was that man. one that's just kind of like, kind in the middle where you saw the talent, but he had just so many little things to clean up. Uh, and you know, and that's what we're seeing right now. And and I it's just like people kind of I don't know why people are just thinking like especially left tackles just coming to the league as rookies are <sighs> just dominating. Like, man, it's just it's just rare, bro. Like most of them just suck. Like, even yep. like top five picks just suck it's just hard to play left tackle, man, coming out of college because they don't play those type of sets in college, man. Like, they don't play don't. the pass protection how they play in the NFL. They just don't do it. So it just takes time, man. That's why I just I, I didn't have a major reaction. I watched him, and I saw where his issues was, and his issues didn't look like – it didn't look come off as, like, he can't do it. It was just like, man, this dude just needs work. Like, he just needs time on taz to understand all the little different nuances that come with a pass rush, you know, that come on certain downs with this three step or five step drops, or you know, whether it's a run game or play action, he just needs to understand those little fine things that, that come with it. A lot of time he just kept getting beat on the inside because yep, he would inside. just kind of like, because he would just kind of start kicking, start kicking out as soon as the ball was snapped without, you know, without, Showing that he's ready for the inside pass rush, and the Texans—I can forget who he's facing—but they just, you know, they just ate that up. They just like, oh shit, you just going to kick out? I'm just going to come inside. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to go inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go like, why? Am I, why would I try to go around you when I could get to the quarterback through like a straight line? A straight line, exactly. So it just seems like one of those things that's easy to easy to clean up. But we'll see. We'll see if he's—you know—he has the mental capability of just able you know being able to just you know attach that to his game and adapt and all that stuff because trust me he's getting coached bro but doug marone is gonna coach him up man so it's not like and plus i never i never was tied to the thought that he needs to start week one like no man, it just at it never all. was in my head It just we bro if you go back to our post game or post
1: draft episode we said that we – we literally said that we would not be surprised if Trevor Penning, like, had a red shirt season his rookie season and James right. Hurst started every game. Like, that's – that that didn't surprise us back then. And so I just don't know – like, I get it, right? I, I that, And that's kind of where fandom comes from. It's like, oh, like, we drafted this this player, you know, this person, player to be our left tackle, and he's had – like he didn't have the best showing, so now he just like sucks, and now we should have drafted such. Like, god damn, it was one fucking game. Like, his what? What day. did he have? Like, day. did he have some <laughs> bad? <laughs> did he have some bad snaps? Like, yes, absolutely, he did. But like in the run game, he was his nasty, like aggressive, Ooh, dominant he self. Had
2: some nice run snaps, bro. Nice, bro. So it's like, it, like it, if, you if you have s- that, a- Caesar Ruiz. If Caesar Reed showed me what he saw in the ring game, nigga, I'd have been ecstatic, bro, nigga, ecstatic. So if you already have that as your base,
1: and all that needs to be fixed is the the pass sets, and I'm not trying to make it seem like it's an easy like snap your yeah. finger and it's fixed, Hold on. It's but take that's time. all that needs to be. It's going to take time, but he's in a he's with the coaching staff that can get him get him to where he needs to be, and something that I don't think a lot of people realize is that the Saints don't need Trevor Penning to be the starting left tackle right off the bat. Like, that's a – most teams don't have that luxury. Mm-hmm. They don't. Like, it's like if you draft a left tackle, especially in the first round, you're usually drafting that left tackle. They got to play week one against the best pass rusher on yeah. on the defense, bro. Like, you draft you draft someone and, like, oh, okay, my first game I got to go. – you check the schedule, like, oh, I got to go against – oh, shit, Miles Garrett? <laughs>
2: Week one, exactly. Like that's like, hard. That's bro. what the Giants, like, That's what the Giants have been doing for years. Like, yes, draft the left tackle and start him week one. Is like man. Then he's just getting embarrassed. Now his they, they, confidence is ruined. And it's just. Let's go that.
1: back to Armstead's first start, bro. In Carolina. Oh, oh my At god. At the time, like Greg Hardy, piece of shit, huge piece of shit. But was it like an elite pass rusher? And he just... gave him
2: work. <laughs> Basically, you know, ruined I wouldn't say ruined our playoff chances, but you know, uh yes, seeding. Yeah. Like just screwed yeah, our seeding yeah. and you know, home field advantage and all that shit, man. Like
3: it was yeah, gone. I mean it, it next to
2: Ronalmstead who became like a a great left tackle eventually, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying Penn is gonna be that, I don't know. Um, but that's the point. I don't know. <laughs> like I was arguing with uh Kevin I forgot Kevin his versus Sims, whatever his name is, on Twitter. He was like, you know, no top 20 drafted left tracker tackle, you know, should be looking like this. I'm like, what data point are you working out? Like, what, <laughs> I keep saying is like, like, what data point are you using to say this? There's no data, like, it's just, it's just nonsensical at that point, bro. It's like, you're not making any sense.
0: Like, where is
3: this coming from? <laughs>
2: You bro. watch one preseason game, bro, and I swear it's not me being a homer. It's like I really, I'm really not a homer for. I would trash a draft pick, a Saints draft pick, in a heartbeat. I ain't got no bro, problems I, Trash. I, <laughs> uh,
1: we 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 rescinded our our Pete Warner hate, but Pete Warner got to get on the field, like. <laughs> hey. Pete, Pete hey. Warner That's
2: growing. But of growing, introduced to haunt the Saints, man. It feel like they are just making a little comeback. Like, haunt man. them all season, Ryan, yeah. and Ernie, oh, and all that. I
1: remember, every time it's like, oh, they about to go see the doctor in, in Philly. He, oh <laughs> shit! Like, Philly we doctor. already, we knew, bro. We knew. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. If you're a say, obviously, if you're listening to this, you're a Saints fan, more than likely. But you should know that groin injuries are extremely nagging injuries, and I I tweeted it, man. I said that injury is going to be with Pete Warner all season, and it's just going to be a thing where either he's going to be able to play with it and play, hopefully, play well with it, or Mm -hmm. you know, he may not be able to play with it, and that's why that that backup linebacker spot, LB two spot, is so important. I'm just looking, looking, I'm looking at the Jets, like y'all. Y'all sure y'all want to keep Quan? Like you gonna make 50-50? I was praying up, bro.
2: Said, <laughs> said, I'm praying quiet, man. I just praying quiet players badly, I'm just like... <laughs> Oh just
1: with with the meme of like just praying, praying pray for his downfall, bro. <laughs> like praying
2: pray for. It. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. It's just defense. They don't know how to scout linebackers anyway. Bro. <laughs> They, they out the here drafting Davis out the door, you
1: know. Twice, Bruh! Twice, twice. 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 <laughs> they out here drafting Darren, Darren Lee. They, what they know? What yeah. they know about life? They backers, don't know bro? that. Come on. Um, Come on, home, man. One, one other thing I did want to talk about the offense before we kind of wrap everything. Well, we'll hit on this point in the offense, and I just want to talk about some things we want to see um, in this upcoming preseason game against against the Packers. Is speaking of people, you know, draft picks that we don't mind shitting on. Um, Adam Troutman both got gone on our bad list last year, bro. Like oh, yeah. just, he was just making plays that were just losing plays, just mm-hmm. plays that hurt the team. I've been I've been reading reports all training camp. And it it really sounds like he's put together a damn good training camp. Yeah, man. Um, so, if he can just be a consistent, just a consistent weapon and reliable weapon, I think that's huge for him. I think that's huge for the offense.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: Um, with him and Taysom, it's kind of like, and him and Taysom are kind of 1A, 1B, however you want to see it. And obviously, a lot of it depends on Taysom's health, and that also sometimes is up and down as well. But he doesn't have to be just the guy, just T-E-1. Right. He doesn't have right. to be that. He can just be Adam Troutman, you know, running a route, you know, going up the scene. And that's something else I've been seeing a lot. These, these observations, like going up the scene, tight ends going up the scenes and the quarterback finding them up the scenes and, and what have you. You know, he had another touchdown today um, in the joint practice against the Packers where it sounded like he – like, he came – like, it was, like, a big-time play in the red zone or in the end zone that led to him getting a touchdown in the, in the end zone. I'm I'm happy to see him rebound in, in and tra- have a good training camp after a bad yeah. last season. Now, you know, hopefully we can see it in the preseason game, but even if we don't, like, hopefully that just – that continues over to, to the regular season. And then one of my – one of the fires that kind of got quelled really early – in training camp was like the Lucas Coral, my, my high for Lucas Coral. Just, it just vanished. He didn't, he wasn't even suited out <laughs> against the Texans, right? right? Probably right. due to injury, yeah. but it seems like yesterday he had a play. And today he came up with a touchdown in the red zone. And, and he had another good play in the red and another good play in, in against the joint practices with the Packers.
2: And it's like, Oh, is this, is this, is this, is Kroll,
1: Kroll coming back, bro? Like I, it seems
2: it's like every time he's playing, like practicing, he's making plays, man. I want to, I want to see. Like speaking of players,
1: we want to see upcoming or things we're looking for this upcoming preseason game against Packers. I want to see Lucas Crawl make some noise, bro. I want to, I want to see like yeah. a ten, fifteen yard catch, you know, contested. He gets a shot. He bounces off of a little bit. Like I want to see something from because I, because honestly, if you're asking me, and this is just this is just me, I know. If you're asking me, just based strictly on potential, I'd rather have Lucas Crawl on the team long term than say like a Nick Barnett. Yeah, you, you yeah, know Lucas you know what you're gonna you know what you're gonna get from Nick Barnett, but you know you kind of play the game where it's like, oh, let's cut Lucas Crawl. Maybe try to sneak him onto our practice squad. Then you could have another Cameron Break situation, bro. Where another team picks him up, and then. Off he goes and has a successful career in the NFL, just like Cameron Brake did with the with the Bucks. So, but I do think he needs to show something in the preseason game to potential because it's gonna be hard. To, it's gonna be hard to make this roster, man. It's yeah, be tough. it's our roster right to the make. Um, anything sticking out to you that you that you wanna you potentially want to see in preseason in, in the preseason game against the Packers on Friday?
2: Can we get a little Zach Bond action, bro? A little bonfire.
3: Bonfire!
2: <laughs> yeah, nigga going to get it on special teams. He
1: going to be running down there, lighting people up, bro.
2: <laughs> Boy looking like he my age, man. Like,
1: <laughs> bro, I, I, <laughs> I remember when he got drafted and they showed, like, a picture with his hairline. I'm like, oh, Zach, let it go, bro. Let it he <laughs> He's he's now letting man. I, I want I want Zach Bond
2: to do so well, bro. I do, I really do, right, do man. It's because here's the thing: as much as I bash on Zach Bond, it's like PJ Williams. He has a certain set of skills that are useful. You know what I'm saying? Like yes. he does have some useful skills. I just wish they figure out those skills and implement that into the defense. I don't want to see Zach Bond on special teams. Like, I don't care that he's playing special teams. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know special teams are important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, man, like, find something, a way for him to be an impact player on defense. Doesn't have to be a starter, but just find, be be a uh, Bobby McCain. Uh, You know, it's just Bobby McCray. I'm sorry. Be a Bobby McCray or something. Something to just give us the defense some little action, man. It's like, it's just like, it's just, I just, I hate to see draft picks wasted, bro. Oh, I hate it. Man, that annoys me. I know you can't hit a mo. You just can't. But man, you can't. That 2020 draft. It's like, Ooh. man, can we give me give me something out there, draft? Oh, on that 2020 draft, while I was watching Penny, I kept a little, I, you know, I was watching a little Ruiz, bro, and I was like, see, as Ruiz was looking kind of average, which is good. Like, yes, he was
1: looking yes. pretty like an average guard. Like I was, he had some. He had two snaps where I was, was kind of like. Or I was kind of like, uh, but like, uh, you know, the rest of them were pretty, were pretty
2: decent, were pretty good snaps. Yes, yes.
1: You, he you just looked easily. like an average
2: guard, like an average. I'm not saying he's not good, we, but. That's, that's all we
1: need from him,
2: bro. That's all I want. That's all I'm asking for. It's like, can you be average? Can you be the top 29th guard in the NFL? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that's why. That's well, you got two guards, you know what I'm saying? So, like, 29th guard, that's... Oh, that's okay. Just, okay, okay, that, that makes that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> right, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, just, just be, like, just okay, like an okay guard, because what he was was not good. Like, he was, like, 60th guard in the NFL, you know what I'm saying? So be 29th, yes. and then you got Pete. Look, Pete was, I mean, Pete, Pete gone Pete, bro, you know? <laughs> he 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 was not in he
1: missed, like his first practice like all training camp this um today against the Packers. You know, oh,
2: he could just be sure did.
1: Yeah, it may it may, I
2: mean, it may be just, nothing. That's just Pete, bro. That's just Pete. could be could be Pete. He said, man, no rens, ain't no razor cans in here, Grand Out here, man. You he like
1: cheese curds.
2: Cheese <laughs> <Jeez, laughs> curds, man. What is it?
1: And you know what's so going back to Zach Bond, you know what's so annoying is that someone act someone actually asked Da a Zach Bond question yesterday, and like it was it, and that's what sometimes like annoys me. Like with like speaking of going back to the whole beginning of this podcast, talking about like the media, it's just like, can we just ask better questions? Because mm. like if if that's me, I'm saying, I'm asking, I, I'm I'm saying to Da. Zach Bond was drafted in the third round. You guys have tried him at off-ball line, linebacker, which was the initial plan. You know that maybe doesn't seem like to be his best position. What what are thing what are things that the coaching staff is doing that could help Zach Bond succeed, be put in a position to succeed that can help the team? Yeah. Can can, can I get an answer to that? <laughs> right. Like can, you know, can we expect Zach Bond to get? More pass rushing snaps, which he did at Wisconsin.
2: Can, yeah, that, don't give me don't, don't give me talk about Zach or Thoughts on Zach Bond? Like uh, stop, stop, stop. He's it. just gonna give you um, a cold answer. That's it. That's it. That's why you gotta ask specific fucking questions.
1: Um, something that I I wanted to mention during when we did the Texans post game show is, and I didn't mention it. As we there's been a there was a lot of like what what Pete Carmichael are we gonna get oh yeah what what Pete Carmichael are we gonna get and I watched that first drive and it wasn't you know he wasn't doing anything like exotic but I think DA said it well when he was kind of reviewing the game is that that first drive just felt like New Orleans New Orleans Saints football on the exactly. offense
2: exactly. Like,
1: I forgot. Out I forgot
2: something wasn't there.
1: In that wild? In In and out the offense tempo, um, and some and this could be just a Pete thing, and I don't, I, and I don't, I don't know if there is anything to it, but like that was like two screen called, two screen plays called on that drive, yeah. like it, it that
2: Let's led to the touchdown. You. And I was like, "Is the screen back, nigga? Is the the screen back? You is, know." The it screen. felt like it just wasn't working. It just like the screen just isn't working. <laughs> working for the longest. I don't know what it is, but so I mean,
1: it's, it's a it's a small sample size, and I, I'm trying to t- so not small. take too much into it because I'm just trying to focus on just a, what we saw from the starters. But I was just like, it was just just felt like a competent offense, just just kind of hummed, just, yeah. Just come, man. Um, so I wanna you know, I wanna see if that continues over until against the Packers. Now, I, what I will think will be very interesting to see is you know, they gotten they've gotten two two days of good work of joint practices. Can I also just say how much of a bitch Matt LaFleur is for not allowing oh, one-on-ones? Can we talk? Can we talk about it, right Never heard no yes, shit like man. that,
3: bro.
2: That's some that's some old shit. I call Oh a... shit,
1: bro! I, when I heard that, I was like,
2: "What?" You know the Packers play. You know the Packers players wanted. They wanted that smoke, of course. You of know, course. so and then, you know the Saints so players now, wanted that smoke.
1: So now, if you if you a Saints player and you heard you they weren't doing one on ones, you know what you are saying to the Packers players? He's like, "You're like, damn, y'all coach think like y'all
2: pussy."
1: Like you you know how <laughs> football talk is, bro. Like you know Boy. how it is. Like I've I've never heard no shit like that. Oh, we don't want tempers to flare and it lead over to like a skirmish, doing oh, team. On now, like, what are you worried for? Like one on ones is what. I mean, teams is important. Like teams obviously is the most important, but like the the one on ones is the is the popcorn, bro. Like, yeah, I don't know, but it, it, that's that was some whole shit. That was big fucking whole energy. It just wh- whatever. Anyway. So I want to see if the offense continues to be competent, competent looking against the Packers. Oh, but my point I was making is that be, being that they do have, have had these two joint practices, Greg Rosenbaum brought up a good point um, on the, on the, around the NFL pod um, their last episode is like, some coaches may think like those joint practices is enough Where it's like, man, we got enough quality snaps against an opponent. And then a, the, you know, a game like situation, like you know, not really got to put our stars out there in this preseason game. Like that was our preseason game. Like we could just play our backup. Yeah, It'll be interesting to see how how da da does it, and if he does play some of the starters, what have you. Um, but I am interested to see the offense, and I want to see this wide receiver battle. Like is someone going to separate in that battle?
2: Yeah, yeah. No, you're right, because I don't expect to see um I don't expect to see, Jarvis Landry. Won't see my Landry. Once time is uh Chris Olave may get some snaps. But you know who else, man? It, shit, is,
1: man, Chris Olave had like he he had he had some snaps in that first drive and maybe was, like a couple
2: other snaps in like the second drive. after that bro, he was out the game. <laughs> right. I mean I'm I don't need to see much, but I think since he's a young player, they still might yes. stick yeah, out Yeah, of there, course. Uh but I, like I don't care to see much from him. Um like Traequan, like man, I wouldn't look back and looked at that almost touchdown he had. Like he was right there, bro. <laughs> in the breadbasket. Was, was, bread was that in the breadbasket? That book, was a good throw. That was best throw of the game. Bro. Booked, <laughs> that was his best throw of the game, bro. He put it right there. Might be you the know, best throw about, of his professional career. <laughs> Traquan probably, I think he messed up because he showed his hands real early, which gave the defender the time to just kind of smack it. You're supposed to kind of got it. You got a time Late hands. Put late yeah, hands. Late hands. There. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, like, come on, man. Come on, Traquan, bro. Like, they pay you got, what, two million guaranteed or whatever? Like, bro, like, you're the veteran. Like, you're a veteran on this team, man, behind Mike Thomas and uh, Jarvis Landry. Like, bro, show me something, man. And, uh, I mean, look, Callaway, bro. Like, all I'm all I'm gonna say about Callaway,
1: now, it may mean nothing. It made me nothing. But after that first drive,
2: bro, we didn't see a lot of Marquez Callaway. I, I don't know what that means. That's what I'm saying. He went out there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, and I think I think Andy Don has a nice little thing with Callaway. Like, I just think, mm-hmm. you know, Callaway might be on his team, bro. But we'll see. I think, you know, we got to see it. Like, Deontay Hardy. Like what's up with him? Um, I, I I I don't
1: I don't know I don't know how those vibes are right now with Deontay Hardy man. I, really like, I it just it just feels weird, and I'm just gonna leave it at that. It just feels weird, yeah. and I'll I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, I ain't gonna say nothing. Um, so. I, I do want to see more of uh, Chase Hansen if he continues to make plays. I do want to see Eric Wilson. He 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 had some good some good snaps, man. In that lap, yeah. like it was kind of sneaky snaps, but like the Chase Hansen interception, like he deflected the ball yeah. that led to the interception. Um, oh, Justin Evans, yes, I like that yes,
3: name, man.
2: he's just like a. I don't know, he's just like a. He's in the mix, bro. Like he's always in the mix. As yep. Safety. I just he's gonna make the squabber. It, yeah. Oh man, I said I said that a couple of weeks ago.
1: Like without like i but if you go back to that interception, I know it probably should probably should have been defensive pass interference on fields,
2: mm. but
1: the range that Evans had to make to get over to make oh, that dive interception, it wasn't I don't want to say it was Marcus Williams esque. But
2: it was impressive, bro. Like, right. That was a hell of a play. A hell of a play. And then you just add that to the totality of the defense, you know, with Honey Badger, with P.J. Williams, with Marcus May. Like, that's a nice – that's just a nice group yes, of safeties right there. Ain't no yes, Roman Hoffmans in there, you know what I'm saying? Like, just, <laughs> no disrespect to the guard, you know what I'm saying? You know say i <laughs> Super Bowl uh, – Winning champion Roman Harper, <laughs> yeah. But well, I'm just saying, you know, like these are some nice, nice moving athletes here.
1: They, they are man. They are. Um, good, good. Shout out for bringing up Justin Evans. I do want to see him, see what he can do. Um, and we said it earlier, man. With with this Packers offensive line, especially because this in tatters. Like we talked about how they're like both teams are kind of built very similar. Um, the Packers and the Saints that's one area that the Saints even with Ruiz and what have you like have the advantage of the Packers is like one thing that may keep the Packers from being absolutely great this season and they won 13 games like the last two seasons which is wow is that offensive line is, is maybe shitty boo-boo yeah. and if you got a shitty boo-boo offensive line I gotta see who first go to work bro like I, got, I gotta see it I gotta see some some glimpses some pressures can I see something? Something. Please. 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 <laughs> um. First, I don't care if it's first team offensive of line or second team offensive of line. I I need to see something. Um Don't need to see AK. Um, look, kind of like I said in the like I said about the right receivers, who's gonna be like this the running back that's gonna step up? Mm, um, yeah in that in that it was a clear miss yes it is and we know we the first two running back spots seems like obviously completely um sorted out so that running back three and you know does dwayne washington got the edge because he you know plays special teams i don't know man because they probably will carry i would guess they'll carry four um if they keep dwayne washington for special teams but you know tony jones jr your favorite uh Zigbo, Auburn Smith, man, that, Auburn Smith was looking nice, bro. and then that fumble. It, like, he was looking. That's what I'm saying. And then that fumble. Um, and I'd be remiss. I feel like we there's so much that's happened these last couple of days that seems like the word on the street is that AK's case, his criminal case in Las Vegas may continue to get pushed back so far that he might not even get suspended this year, bro.
2: Please Lord. And like, been, there's been no word on Marcus May, right? None. I
1: believe, I believe potentially he may have a court date later this month. Um but other than that, there there's been none. There's been none. And it like back. he he made it sounds like he made like this great interception against Aaron Rodgers who threw it deep. Like the fact that he's back and it's hard to replace what marcus williams could do like what his skill set was but it really feels like they have a lot of players that can do yeah different things that can make up for it right. which i think is huge um, exactly and i also want to give a quick shout out as i'm close as we're closing out give a shout out to Maddie. Her, oh yeah her articles that that dive into the like the secondary and and like oh, the yeah. uh, the type of coverages and how often like certain coverages have been ran in training camp as opposed to like like that's a great football read if you are a football nerd please 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 read, you know read that article read her work she's she's fantastic she's amazing Killer. um she she really is so shout out to her uh, absolutely we will be back. When
2: (laughs) at some point,
1: got got to ask this beard Negro because I don't know when (laughs) we'll be we'll be back. I don't know, but no, he's he's taking Ryan and and Bree taking a little vacation, little family time. Gonna be in the H town enjoying. um, So just like it was when I was in Hawaii, man. When you're on vacation, you enjoying your family, like you you do that. So I'll be holding it down. Um, so on Friday, I will be in the Zoom uh, live stream. I do expect our our usuals to be in. It kind of feels like cheers, bro. Like, yeah, Norm, man. you got Cliff. Just yeah. got, the, got You got the whole crew. Um, so if you want to be a part of that, if you're not a Patreon, please become a Patreon. We are 70 Patreons away from our, the goal of getting 200 Patreons before the regular season. Seems a little glim, but I'm not... I'm not giving it up because we get about 2500 2700 listens so depending on the episode if one person just becomes a patreon at just a dollar level or 30 people do because we're just trying to or sorry 70 people do we just trying to get to 200 so if 70 people yeah. give one dollar we will hit that goal so if you're listening to this if you listen this long please please consider becoming a patreon we really we really appreciate it join our, our little community family that we're building for has for have sex things toward a podcast. Um so you can't even get a can't even get a McDouble for a dollar no more man. Nothing. Nothing.
3: <laughs>
1: if you and keep in mind just by being a Patreon, you get access, you get access to the Discord, you be able, you you can participate in all the live streams and then it also gets gets you enabled to you know be entered into the raffles. We still have the raffle we got to do for the Seahawks tickets. When the Saints take on the Seahawks in in New Orleans, that we're raffling away two tickets. We're going to be raffling away a ticket um, for the Raiders game, where you'll be sitting with me, my uh, my me Ryan, Joey, his wife, and whoever wins the raffle. Like you'll just get to be here with us, hang out with us. The big Raiders meetup we're doing in October. That's only for Patreons. I'm sorry if you're not Patreon. I don't, I don't, I don't want you there. Like, I will be. I'll make people show up with their at fucking <laughs> or name tag, bro. And if I, if I don't know that at, if I check check, check the Patreon list, no, you ain't bro. on it. Kick <laughs> your ass out. Um,
2: food, we gonna be drinking. Gonna be food, food,
1: drink. Like, we got barbecue coming from Blue Oak. We we gonna be drinking. We already got a. We got to do shots with Michael because he helped us out to improve our audio. So we got to do shots with him. Um, sounds like it's tequila. Thank God. Whew. I, I can I can do I can do shots of tequila all day long. But you you talk talking about vodka, then that's a different story. But all that said, we're set to have an amazing upcoming football season. Not just in the sense of you know the Saints are back and the Saints are playing. Blah blah. But just in the sense of just this camaraderie, this community that we're building, um, it's something that is really special and that Ryan and you know Ryan and myself are really proud of. There'll be times where if I'm working super hard in my job and Ryan's busy, maybe we can't get in the Discord. But when we come back, we come back to we catch up on it. People have been talking all all day, interacting. Well, just that's what I love. I love that. It's it's beautiful, man. It really, it really, really is. Um, so that's yeah. my spiel. If you, if you love, if you love the show, you want to support us, uh, please potentially think about becoming a patron and also something that we are planning to do in the future is that for all our Patreons, uh, we'll start releasing like no ads, no, any, no type of reads that strictly will be um, available to our Patreon, Patreon users, everyone else, either got fast forward or just listen through the ads. Cause got to get that money. That said, got to play the Bills. Um, I did want to give people a little uh, little upcoming preview of our next week's schedule. So next Tuesday, our goal is to have <clears throat> do a podcast with a guest. Guests are not figured out yet. We do have a guest in mind that we want to get on on next Tuesday's episode. We don't know if we'll be able to get him on. But if not, we do have some other people that we want to get on and talk about the Saints with. And then on Thursday, we are doing a Chargers game preview as well as updating our 53-man 53, 53 roster prediction now that two preseason games have passed. of It'll, it'll be like our final 53-game 50, prediction of who's going to make the team. Um, before the final preseason game for the Chargers, and then after that, footballs footballs back next month. Big oh, boy. We 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 we're in the end game now. So that said, we really appreciate everyone for being with us for supporting us. Um, we do like we do have an announcement that should be finalized by the end of next week. That we're we are going to be really excited and happy to share with the entire. Um, entire community um and all our listeners so be on the lookout for that thank y'all we'll be back soon ish to recap the package preseason game we'll, we'll be back soon to record it sometime hopefully this weekend um but with that we're out peace